Hey, family. Man, I really need to get an uh, intro to my podcast. What you think? Eh, we're going to get an intro sooner or later. But anyway, man, I just had a thought I wanted to share with you. I might even rename the podcast. It depends. Get out of my face, Duke. My dog is in my in my face because I'm sitting on the floor. Anyway, have you... Does anybody else or have anybody else ever experienced the feeling that, uh, you know... Far as like say fence, you you have artwork, you have some type of uh, talent or ability, and you like you have this doubt within yourself. Like when it's time to present what you are capable of, you kind of like once it's time to present it, you kind of start to be like, I don't know, I don't know if it's good enough. You always feel like your stuff is not good enough. Have you ever had that feeling before? I swear, like when the, the moments come when it's time to pick my like for instance, if I'm controlling the whole scenario. And it's time to put my art form out. I started to get this, like, anxiety that it's not good enough. It's not good enough. So I, I, I become timid to put it out because I'm telling myself it's not good enough. It's not ready yet. It's not ready yet. It's not good enough, right? And these, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining this and I'm sharing this because I'm going through this moment right now as I have a project releasing on May 31st, which is my mother's birthday, right? So I'm going through this moment, I'm going through this, this, this feeling like, oh, it's not good enough, it's not good enough, it's not good enough. And then I just had the thought, like, you always talking about what you're doing is not good enough. But then sometimes when I see what somebody else is doing, and it's not hating or trying to knock anybody else, but I see it, and I see it presented, and I see that confidence, but I see what they presented, and I'm like, I can do that. And I can do it better. <laughs> like, have you ever had that feeling? Like, you're telling yourself it's not good enough, but then you see somebody else do something that you can do also, and you're like, I can do that better than them. Like, this is, it's funny to me. Like, I literally have a smile on my face just thinking about it. Like, even when I was playing football, it's like somebody playing a position, you play wide receiver, and you're decent at it, you're pretty good. But then I'm looking back like, I was nervous to go out there, but I'm better than you. Like, I can do this better than you can. Oh, you playing running back. I can do this better than you can. Why am I not just going out and doing it? Like, that's what it come back to for me. If I know I can do it, and the ones that are being appreciated, I know I can match their level and their skill and even surpass it, then why am I sitting here worried about putting my stuff out and presenting it? That makes no sense, right? So that's dealing with that self-doubt. That's dealing with uh, self-regulation. You know, that's all about self-awareness there. So when it comes down to it, I have to get over myself in order to be the best version of myself, right? So, you know, if you ever had that experience, please share it with me. Let me know. Um, send me your message or, you know, go ahead, jump in on the, uh, on the podcast, you know, call in, man, and let me know what you think and what's going on with you. All right. Peace and love. Yo, family, so I had another thought come in, so I want to go ahead and give that to you right now, man. I'm about to start. I got to figure out another way to call this segment, man, because I be having these just thoughts that's just been sent to me. Um, but anyway, we, we ain't going to go deep into the rant right there. What I want to talk about is not having a plan B. Only having a plan A, all right? Don't have a plan B. Only have a plan A. A plan A is all you need. A plan B does not support your plan A. A plan B gives you comfortability and makes you think 
that it's okay if plan A slips through the cracks. So when it comes down to it, do not sit here and put in your mind and suggest yourself to have a plan B, all right? All you doing is sitting here putting on a safety net so you don't fall, so you don't slip, and if you do fall, you catch yourself. Man, but really, you got to be willing to fall. You got to be willing to go face first into some things and fall dead on your face, period, right? And now what I want to do is give you a little story behind it, of course, to give you some perspective on why I'm thinking like this. So the reason why I say don't have a plan B is because when you have a plan A, you go all in. Like you go all out, no hesitation, no questions asked. Nobody has to really motivate you or inspire you. You're all into that plan A. You're not thinking twice about it. You may, well, you may think twice about it, but you know this is the only option that you have, right? And what I want to relate it to is sports. Of course, I played sports, so it's easy to relate it to sports. So when I used to train for football, and it would be at either at Henrico High School or at the University of Charleston or wherever it was, it was like at one point, you had to get to a state of mind where it's just like, it's no need for me to give in. There's no need for me to save any energy. Because when you're on the field, you have no choice. It's either win or lose, right? And nobody wants to lose. So the only option for us is to win. And if I'm dead tired and we in a game and we're down three points and we have to get in field goal range to tie the game and I'm playing receiver, or even if I'm playing safety, I don't have time to sit here and be like, well, it's cool, I'll get the next play. Or I'll just wait to the next play. Your plan A is the play that you're on right now. Your plan A is the moment that you're in right now. So if you're sitting here saying, oh, I'll wait to the next one, that's like you say, I'm just going to depend on plan B to come through for me because I'm too tired or I have some excuse of why plan A is not going to work. So this is not, this is not the route you want to go because ultimately when you sit here and lag off, slag off, uh, don't do as necessary, and your plan A falls through, it's no guarantee that your plan B is going to be available to you because you screwed over the plan A. So why not, why not just go all the way in? And what I used to realize is when I went all the way in on things and I got to the point that I made a decision in my mind, like, well, this is what it is, and I just got to do it, I always came out on top. I always came out with the best version of myself appearing, like, Every single time when we used to get uh, the, the punishments in football, like we used to have hell week in high school. And then um, it was one one year, my freshman year at Christopher Newport University, one of the football players went out to a party. A freshman was drinking. One, he was drinking. He's a freshman. Two, he went out to a party. He ain't make it you know, in time in curfew. Curfew. Three, he got knocked out by one of the basketball players. And four, he got kicked off the team. And five, what made it the worst is the fact that he got kicked off and we got punished for him being a fool after he got kicked off the team. They didn't even wait to punish us while he's on the team. They punished us when he got kicked off the team and then we still got the brunt of what the hell he did because he wanted to be stupid, right? So his stupidity caused us to have to sit here, run, crawl, crab, bear walk, uh, just <laughs> duck walk, all practice, two football field lanes, right? across two football fields and in these moments like that man when it's like quit or keep going I don't have a quitters mentality so when I get to that point it's not even a breaking point it's a it's a point of arrival that I want to say that's what I'm gonna call it it's a point of arrival because we all have 
uh, those moments where we kind of like, if we're working out, you ever feel like, man, I don't really know, I ain't really feeling it. I might just chill out. I might, I might, you know, I ain't going all the way in on a workout. Uh, I, I ain't feeling it. Whatever. We had them type of moments, right? But when you push past that moment, it could be your best workout that you had, and you end up feeling quite well about yourself. You feel good about yourself because it's like, all right, dang, I pushed through that, I made it through that, and now I'm on. So the same thing was happening here. Like it's an arrival point. Like once you arrive at this point where you understand that it's no other way that this is the decision that I made or this is the situ situation that I'm in and I will make it out of this or I will defeat this or for me, I will dominate this. At that point, and when you make that decision at that arrival point, your whole viewpoint and perspective changes. So now you're not even stressing the if ands, the what ifs, the insecurities, the doubts, the self-doubt, all this other stuff. You just know, okay, this is what it is and in order to get in this or get out of this, I have to go in and press through it. And once you arrive at that, accept that, and begin to take action on that, that's when your plan A, or the, your plan A succeeds, but also, more importantly, that's when the best version of yourself appears. When you're under pressure, when you don't sit and have a second, you don't have uh, another option to go to, you understand this is it, this will happen, and this is what I have to do. So I wanted to share that with you. Sorry to rant on a little bit, because you know when I get talking, I can talk, but, I feel like this is going to help somebody out out here today that's out here just contemplating all these plans they have. They got an A, B, a C. They got an F. They got an X. All these plans. But yet you see nothing succeeding and moving forward. So what are you doing truly? Are you just doing a lot of movement or are you making progress? All right? So peace, love, and kale juice because I don't eat chicken. Straight vegan over here. Yeah? Yo, so family, man, one of the things I just want to talk about in this moment, I'm always sharing my thoughts, you already know what it is, but I'm, I'm tired of seeing this pain, this turmoil, this this, this tragedy in, in the Richmond area, and it's another young individual that was murdered this week, this young lady went to Henrico High School, I believe, and I believe her name was Latifah, uh, I don't know the young lady, but I know the football players are Henrico and many of them knew her. And I see the posts of them speaking very highly of her. Um, but I also am connected to the one that uh, actually, from what I've seen on another post, is the one that they said is uh, charged with murdering her. And I'm, I'm connected with this individual through the juvenile detention center because I've actually spoken with him probably on four to five different occasions. And it's mind-boggling. It's it's a awkward feeling to have when you sit here and you know, out in the community doing doing for the community and seeking and working and operating as being the difference or being a positive influence within it in the community and then one of the very people that you've been reaching out to this is only on a monthly basis when I go out there but one of the individuals you talk to ends up backtracking and making a decision to murder someone 
no matter if it was accident, 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 or if it was intentional, no matter what, <clears throat> murder is what happened. And this, 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 this storyline, this, um, this, this culture, this, this, this culture of of ignorance, right here, it, it has to stop. And in some forms, it's not ignorance. Some forms is just what people are. And people will be what they what what they will be. Whatever they truly are, they will be that. Whatever they truly desire, they will do that. No matter how much they may get influenced and spoken to by someone. Uh, only time people will truly change is when they decide to change themselves. In most cases, when we had these great orators and great speakers, motivation motivators and inspirers, they do motivate you. They do inspire you, but they really create a spark within you. <clears throat> Are they just a spark for you to awaken to your true self and be that? But it's just in this circumstance, man, it's it's heart wrenching because seeing the potential in that young man and then hearing about the decision that was made and what happened, it 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 literally has me at a loss for words. Except that I I have to be the best version of myself. I have to to live in the the truth. I have to live in my truth and I have to do it boldly, courageously, without wavering from what I am so others can do the same for themselves. Because too many people are heavily influenced by what's around them, what they see on TV, what people tell them they are, what the school systems say that they're supposed to be, and even the negativity that can come from a parent, they believe it. And in this situation, many are being born into circumstances where they don't have a slightest clue of the value and the the just the importance of their life. So if they don't value the importance of their own life, why would they value the importance of another individual's life? Like most people don't even value their breath enough. Just to breathe is amazing. Just to breathe is a miracle. And if we can even get and fathom that, man, it, it alters just your mindset and your thought process. And this 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 has to change. Man. I'm tired of seeing people posting, like, the name of a person that died in the world behind it. Like, I'm tired of seeing that. I'm... I'm, I'm uh, I'm I'm tired of of, of going to to work and and seeing how heavily affected the students that I work with are from a murder in the city because somehow they're always connected to what's going on here. Richmond is not a big city; it's a small city with big city problems. And I'm tired of seeing that. I'm tired of seeing that same story. And the best way I understand right now for me to change that narrative is to be the best version of myself. And, you know, you might be hearing this. You might not believe it. You might think differently. It's whatever. I'm not worried about it. But in order for me to actually give somebody information and share this with them, I have to be in, I have to be in truth. Like the way I move, the way I speak, the way I talk, my aura, my energy, my spirit has to be in the line so somebody can benefit from it, from all their senses, from sights, sound, smell, all of that. They got to be able to feel what I am in order for them to understand that they too are great. And 
I swear these moments like this is like a, a, a check. It's a it's a check. This is life is like a boxing match, man. And you ain't going just twelve rounds. And this for me is like one of those jabs to the face, like boom, what you doing out here? You know, boom. What what could have you done to make a difference and an impact in somebody's life that maybe could have altered and made a ripple effect that would change the scenario and how it happened? You know what I mean? What what would have happened if you'd have went to the juvenile detention center twice a month instead of once? Would that have had a ripple effect? You know, and I understand that you can't control people and people will be who they are, but it's also our responsibility to be who we are to the full full extent of it, and to the full extent of that, we will alter and and create different realities from that because we are walking in our truth. And man, I don't mean to rant on. Or maybe I do. But I just want to be real. I just want to be in that truth and say, man, we have to change and create the narrative for ourselves. We cannot continue to kill each other. We cannot continue to be putting people on T-shirts and and just going around living in death, man. We have to be able to come to an extent where we agree to disagree. We come together admiring our differences. And we come together to build something. And I ain't even just talking about, of course, all people need to do that. But I'm talking about my community. I'm talking about the black community. I'm talking about people that look like me. Like, we have to come together <clears throat> and, and, and build something together and change the culture that's being perceived to our youth and give an understanding of their ancestry, their lineages, their power, their their blessing of life. So we can alter these storylines that are happening and control our own narrative. Because right now, this this right here is not getting us anywhere. We're moving in a cycle that needs to be broken.